Hello, 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 everybody. Happy Halloween and welcome to the Goddess Pod. I hope that you guys are listening to this on Halloween. The intent is for it to just be a good kickstart to your Halloween morning, give you some motivation, but creepy and Halloween inspired. Oh, by the way, I'm Kavya. I'm your host for this show. And if you're new to the Goddess Pod, welcome. Welcome to this family of pure joy, love, abundance, and growth. Okay, guys, can I can I tell you about my day real quick? Because today has been a lesson-filled experience for some reason, and I just feel like putting it out there. I feel like it could be helpful for you. Let's just start out with this morning. I wake up at 4.30 a.m. because Samba, my cat, if you don't know by now, love of my life, knocked down my tripod, which had my DSLR heavy. Like, this is a big Mac Daddy camera. Samba knocked it over, and it made this atrocious loud sound the most startling unpleasant way to wake up but I decided this is a good opportunity you know I'm up up this is a good opportunity for me to just knock out some homework and have a more relaxing weekend so I sat down put my little purple light bulbs on listened to positions Ariana Grande's new album literally four times through all the way enjoyed every single second of it I could do an entire podcast episode about how much I love that woman. That's besides the point. Okay, so I get a bunch of work done. Then I go downstairs on this kind of accomplished high, just very happy with myself, being excited that I've spent my Friday morning being so productive already. Um, I go downstairs to get my workout in and boom, our power goes out. (laughs) Our power goes completely out. And, you know, this would have been fine if we didn't get word that the power could potentially be out until Sunday evening. So that's when all the anxious thoughts started to flood in. I was like, how am I going to record my podcast episode? How am I going to make this content? Like, this is Halloween. It's my favorite time of the year. And I just have so many things planned out, so many assignments to do. What am I going to do? Took a deep breath decided, okay, I'm going to use this as my excuse to finally go to a coffee shop or Barnes and Noble and just grind it out. We'll have a switch of atmosphere and it'll all be fine. I'll figure it out. Now, the reason that this was just very interesting for me is because I feel like, and let me know if you guys relate to this, but I feel like throughout quarantine, my tolerance for high pressure circumstances or minor inconveniences has just completely depleted. Before, I feel like I was pretty good at handling things like this. Like I would just kind of go with the flow. But now I just really did feel like my tolerance had gone down so much. I would have so much anxiety and be very panicked about anything. It's almost like if I had more than two things to do in a day, like two big errands to do in a day, I would just sort of self-implode. So that's why today was really important for me because two sort of like weird things that would have typically put me in kind of a bad mood happened. And um, I just felt myself being more relaxed about it, allowing those anxious thoughts to flood in, but then also just being confident enough to kind of let them subside on their own. So that was a really good feeling for me today and I'm still on a high from it. Honestly, I'm in a great mood. Maybe it's just because Halloween is tomorrow. Well, for you guys, it's today. I just thought I would share that with you guys in case you've experienced anything similar. I'm right there with you and I 100% believe that you are capable of overcoming it. 
All right, it's time for my highs, not so highs, and favorite of the week. So I've already shared a little bit of my high with you this week, which was just sort of overcoming these feelings that I've been having throughout quarantine and being able to push away anxiety and do better. Another thing that I've been very proud of myself for recently is how good I've been at managing my finances. And, you know, it's not like I'm managing a huge amount of money or anything like that. It's it's very modest, right? But I just, I feel myself growing up and making better, smarter financial decisions each and every single day. I'm not splurging, like I don't buy things that aren't going to really spark joy in me. It's been really good because I'm starting to develop a much better positive relationship with money. And um, I think I learned this in a class a few years ago, but there's this sort of viewpoint where it's like a mercantilist economy and, you know, there's one pie and you just have to take as much as you can get because it's bound to run out, right? Like, I really think that's how I used to think about money. Now, you know, doing these affirmations about money, I'm a money magnet, money is abundant, I attract money, money comes easily to me affirmations like this and just also truly believing that there's more than enough money in this world for everybody to live comfortably. So just sort of having those viewpoints in the back of my mind has been so incredibly transformative for me and the way that I view money. All right, moving on to my not so highs. I posted about this on Instagram this week, actually. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not typically one to do the long, sappy posts or anything like that. But I don't know, this week I just had a lot sort of weighing in on me. And I know that a lot of people are feeling the same things as me. And what is the point in having any type of platform if you can't be honest and real about your feelings? Right? Because, you know, being an influencer is literally stupid, it's not cool. What is cool is being honest and open and making people see their worth and their potential and feel good about themselves. I don't know why this is turning into a rant about influencer culture. It is so important to be a real human being. And I think that sometimes I over curate my content and I try to make it seem like I am just, you know, doing all this stuff and I'm this this artsy person who's always on top of doing content in school and all this stuff. I've always loved social media and, and thought that it was such a powerful tool. But me, myself, being able to utilize all of these different platforms, like, that is very new for me. And I think that this week, it finally sort of started to make me a little bit anxious. And please don't take this as me complaining in any way, because this is the most content I've felt in a very, very long time. I feel like all of my passions are being fed, and it really is an incredible feeling. A lot of really rough, long assignments to do this week, and they left me completely, completely drained. It was just kind of a bummer because this week I wanted to be a really big content week for me. And, you know, I just, I really did wake up every day not wanting to get out of bed. <laughs> so it was, it was a little bit difficult for me and I really did need to take some time to rest. So I had to just suck it up and do everything I needed to do. And now I do feel rejuvenated and happy again. So that was my not so high of the week. And, you know, there's going to be more days like that. There's going to be more weeks like that. I think the important part is just being able to recognize that your feelings are valid and that it's very important to put your mental health first. 
no matter what. All right, favorites of the week. I really could talk about Ariana Grande here again for like the seventh time in this show already, but I'm not going to subject you to that. I have a couple of things I do want to share though. The first being the lemongrass coconut body oil from Trader Joe's. If you have not tried that stuff out, you need to go get you a bottle because let me tell you, it makes me so shiny and supple. And on top of all of that, it smells like straight up melted lemon drop candies. Like, you know, those hard lemon drop candies that you might get at like your grandma's house or something. It smells like that just melted down. It is now like a holy grail item in terms of like body skincare for me. Love it. This week, like I said, I was in sort of that unmotivated mood and whenever that happens to me, I binge watch films and TV shows and all of that stuff. Which is interesting because I do not watch TV or movies or anything the rest of the time. Just once a month, whenever I slip into that sort of like chilled out, unmotivated, I don't want to do anything mood, that's when I will just start going crazy and watch movies literally all day. So the two that stuck out to me this past week were both very emotional. They will make you cry. Let me preface it with that. First up, we have My Octopus Teacher. That's on Netflix. It's a documentary. I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's very much about a human environmental connection and relationships with animals. If you're an animal lover or if you love the ocean, highly recommend this movie. The imagery is absolutely stunning, but the emotions, the takeaway, like the large message in this movie is just so beautiful. It blew my mind and definitely not going to forget about that movie for years and years to come. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's Halloween. Around this time, I always start watching a bunch of Tim Burton films, Claymation, Coraline, The Corpse Bride. Those will be on repeat for a couple of weeks, but I came across this other Claymation movie on Netflix called My Life as a Zucchini, I think it is what it's called, and it's actually a French film it's not like Halloween themed or anything like that, but it is really moving and it was a very childish yet not innocent. Like they really dealt with some dark topics in that movie, but I thought it was beautiful. I loved it so much. Another one that's like going to be burned into my memory for a long time. So highly recommend you watch both of those. If you enjoy them or if you cry from them, let me know. All right, let's get into demons and potions. Welcome to the Halloween episode of the Goddess Pod. Let's start with demons, shall we? I think that's a that's a pretty lighthearted topic to start on for today. But before I do that, I do need to actually introduce you to somebody, someone who you are familiar with, you just don't really know what they look like or what they sound like. So let's get acquainted, okay? Imagine this tiny red monster with twisted horns and just the ugliest personality. Just a very low vibrational being, okay? Now this little angry red being is constantly yapping, constantly, like it never stops. You know, you're able to tune it out most of the time, but whenever you slip up and listen to it for a second, that's when you start projecting the most negative version of yourself or you're held back 
from something very positive. And it's frustrating to even think that this tiny, fiery little demon living inside of you has this much power, but when I tell you its name, I think you'll understand, okay? Its name is fear. So the demon fear hasn't always been living inside of us, okay? Basically, what he is, is a culmination of things that other people have said about you. He emerges slowly and quietly and just sort of starts to whisper these negative thoughts to you. Just whispers them, feeds them to you. Then, as you start to pay more attention to these whispers, they get louder and louder and he starts screaming so loud that there becomes a point where you can't tell who's screaming. Is it him or is it you? Is it the demon fear or is it you? Spoiler alert, it's always him. This idea of fear and self-sabotaging, right? These are responses that are learned. It's a way of thinking, right? It's all inside of our own heads and it's our own perception. The reason that I wanted to share this with you today is because using the demon fear isn't just something that I made up for this podcast, okay? This is actually how I view feelings of self-doubt and negativity in my day-to-day life. Because whenever I feel myself resisting or I see myself beginning to self-sabotage, I immediately blame it on fear. And I say, this is fear's fault, not my fault. And you know what? I can just quiet fear down really quickly because it's not me talking. It's not me talking. I have had imposter syndrome for the longest time. I constantly, you know, one minute I think that I'm so capable of doing everything that I ever wanted to do. And the next minute I feel myself pulling back and listening to fear and wondering if I'm ever even going to amount to anything. Being able to dissociate that negative self-talk from myself has helped me so much you don't even understand. Because That makes me view myself as positive, abundant, and capable of anything. And I know that all the negative stuff, that's not me. That's what other people have told me. And I will continue to disprove that and strangle this stupid little demon of fear every single day of my life. All right, next on this mystical, magical, spooky agenda, we're going to be talking about potions. Firstly, it's important for us to have a working definition of what a potion is and what different types of potions can do. So in most fairy tales, we have potions that can influence or catalyze a certain course of events, right? And those events can either be good or bad. And usually the ingredients in these potions are extremely difficult to find, like unicorn tears, blood of a dragon. I mean, where do you even find this stuff? Well, I have some good news for you because you can make a potion every single day of your life and the ingredients are actually very, very easy to find and you have full control over them. Now, the problem is ingredients for both good and bad potions are very readily available. That's why it's very important for you to experiment and figure out exactly what makes a perfect potion for you. Your perfect potion is completely different than my perfect potion. You know why? because our potions have completely different purposes. The end goal is probably going to be pretty different. So I need to pick ingredients that are conducive with my goals, and you need to choose ingredients that are conducive with your goals. 
All right, so a few key ingredients that I recommend adding to your potions to ensure a good end result are laughter. Make sure you don't forget this one because if you do, it's just, it's, there's no chance of it turning out good, okay? You're going to turn someone into a frog. It's not going to be good. Nourishment. Maybe you want your potion to extend your lifespan. And in order to do that, you do need to make certain choices when it comes to nourishment. So choose your ingredients carefully on this one. And the last little key ingredient I'm going to give you, make sure you put this one into your potion, it's passion. And that should be passion for the things that you spend most of your days doing. So if you're stuck in a major that you absolutely hate, well, your potion's probably going to end up being a little bit more sour than you want it to be. I'm not telling you to just completely like change your entire life plans, but it is important to understand that the everyday decisions that you're making are active ingredients in your potion. So if it's a lot of negativity and a lot of stuff that you hate, then you can't be surprised when at the end of the day, you realize that your potion isn't working for you the way that you wanted it to. And your life isn't necessarily going the way that you wanted it to. But there is good news because like I said, it's about choosing your ingredients wisely. So think about that choice. You are responsible for choosing your own ingredients, like it's in your hands. If you get to choose whether or not you want to make a good potion or a bad potion, why would you choose to make a bad one, right? We all want to have a good potion. We all want to put in these ingredients and these essences that are very much true to ourselves and that are going to bring us the exact goals and results that we want. But in order for your potion to work, you do have to know what spell you're casting. That doesn't mean you need to be manifesting something super specific, like a certain career path or a house or anything. It could just be a feeling. Like for me, I have all of these different things that I know I would like to do and enjoy doing. And it's hard for me to say, I'm going to make a potion or do things in my day-to-day life that bring me to this one goal. My goal is not... A position. It's not an amount of money. It's nothing like that. My goal is harnessing goddess energy and that is more of an essence than like a specific thing. So your potion that you take every day can be for different things like that. You can have a happy potion on certain days. You can have a productive potion on certain days. It's up to you to find those ingredients that work for you and have full control of those ingredients, understand when to use them and when to take them and apply them actively to your life. All right, you guys, so as always, I'm going to leave you with a special challenge. This week, it's obviously the Halloween edition. I challenge you to create two of your own potions today, okay? The first one is going to be very specific, like for a specific mood. I'll just give you a quick example. Like for me, I have a productivity potion where I've written down all of these ingredients that I know would make my day more productive and make me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile. Now, the second potion is going to be that bigger picture, zoomed out version. When you're making a potion for kind of your life story, that's a really big task, honestly. So I want you to focus more on what you want to feel when you're at that stage in your life, not necessarily the exact job or position that you want to be in, but what you want to feel and how you want to make other people feel. So keep that in mind when you're coming up with the ingredients 
on your list, okay? So I hope that all of this potion and demon talk hasn't completely flown over your heads. I'm a very visual learner, so this is like exactly in line with how I think. Hopefully it was helpful for you as well. I promise you, if you can have these concepts in the back of your mind, it will really help you be more aware of what's going on with you and you can really control and harness your goddess energy with so much more power and so much more force. All right, my angels, thank you so much for taking time out of your Halloween to listen to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it. Now, I hope you follow through with the challenge. If you do, please feel free to send me pictures. I'd love to see your potions and share them with the world. You can DM them to me at the Goddess Pod on Instagram, and my personal channels are Kavi Kiwi on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Again, thank you so much for being here. I love you so much and I will see you next week.